Okay. I think we're we good go. to go. All right. We're good. So, <laughs> all right, guys. Uh, 107% F1 show. Where do we even begin? Because we thought it was chaos uh, last week. And yeah. that, that showed us no. No, last <laughs> last week was ordinary. This was uh, advanced chaos. Well, I think before we dive into any of that, um, I w- we should first say that um, this was a hell of a year for both Max and Lewis. And um, either one winning would have been fine with me. Um, I think Lewis probably deserved to win the race, but I think Max um, deserved to win the title this year. Uh, if it weren't for incidents at Baku, uh, Hungary, maybe you can even count Silverstone. I think Max, you and I, you and I agreed that Max probably would have had this wrapped up maybe two races ago. Um, so I think if it weren't for a lot of luck on Hamilton's side, um, he would have been out of this race uh, a while ago, but, uh, yeah, I just wanted to get that out of the way. And, uh, before we got into any of this stuff and I'm not a Verstappen fan or a Hamilton fan by nature. Um, so, uh, I don't really have a dog in this fight. Also, so, we're not professionals. So anything that, <laughs> if anybody's no, listening to this, bit. yeah. Anything no, that none, you and I say should not be taken as hundred percent fact. No, there's in fact, there's none less professional, uh, than, <laughs> than, uh, than us. I will, um, okay. to go back to what you were just saying. I, the thing that I've heard on Twitter, and it annoys me because I think it takes away from both guys is the Verstappen fans have said, Oh, Max won this championship with a car that's been slower all season. And the Hamilton fans say, Oh, Lewis won with the car that's been slower all season. And it's just, it, the cars were evenly matched. I, I think, so. I, you know, yeah. the, there were times this, you know, in the last four races, the Mercedes has been faster, but yeah. there was a long stretch earlier this season where the Red Bull was faster and they went back and forth. I mean, that's why if you, if you look at a graph of the points, why it keeps going back and forth, it, it, I think it, it also saying that it takes away from the guys who work on the cars, the guys who built those cars that Mercedes and Red Bull. I mean, just the cars were so close to even all season. Max and Lewis were so close to even all season. There was really no other way that this season could have ended. We thought it would be good. Oh yeah. It's coming down to the last race. That's fitting. And it came down to the last lap. <laughs> of the last race which was yeah. uh you know even, even more than that so um to get to the race i thought well actually you know it, we can even go back to qualifying where it, it was really interesting that a lot of teams opted to start on the soft tire because they felt that that would give them the faster race that was not what red bull was doing uh max flat spotted one of his tires so he kind of binned what would have been his race set so they changed strategies to go on to the soft mm-hmm. and I guess when when Lewis when Lewis got Max on the start and then Max didn't immediately get him back, I was like, oh, okay, so that's that's pretty much is it then. Because if yeah. if uh, if Lewis is quicker on the mediums than Max is on those softs right now, then you know what are we even doing here? Yeah, uh, I do want to. I just want to jump back into the part about qualifying. Sure. Uh, a lot of people have been asking why did Max even bother going for that second lap on yeah. the mediums. Um, and it's because Red Bull didn't think that the the uh, the lap time was that great. And to their to their credit, uh, Yuki Sonoda qualified on the mediums, mm-hmm. and I think he only ran one lap because the second lap he uh, he pitted before he finished it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and he had been up there in P4 on his first run. And I think Max was in P2. Uh, and then by the time it was all over, Tsunoda, having only run one lap, was still only P8 uh, at the end of Q2. So um, that explains why they they even bothered going for that second lap on mediums, sure. just to be sure, because uh, I think Horner had said that wasn't um, quite as close to the time that they were expecting on the mediums. So uh, if anybody is wondering why they even bothered going for that second lap, it was just because the times were close and they knew that other teams were going to be jumping on the softs. Um, so there, there was a slight risk that Max wouldn't have made it through. And that's why they went for the second run that ultimately, ultimately ended in him uh, flat spotting um, that front left tire. So uh, yeah, that's that's all I wanted to say about that. Yeah, no, that that's that's uh, that's fair. That makes sense. If it, if it was mm-hmm. closer than it appeared to be, uh, and also we're, we're definitely up to talk about uh, Mr. Yuki Sonoda, but later in the show, yeah, yeah, he had yeah. a, a really great weekend. Top good weekend, Yuki yeah. Sonoda, which is mm-hmm. nice to see. So, kind of a not necessarily an uneventful race, but it, it, I don't know. It seemed like it was going to be kind of anticlimactic, where yeah. Lewis, you know, Lewis pulled a little bit of a gap and then max came into the pits and lewis came into the pits and nothing much happened until lewis came to that absolute hero sergio perez yeah who, uh gotta be the you know probably I mean, aside from the last lap really the most exciting thing that's happened in a while was Checo held up lewis by seven seconds <laughs> Yeah, in, in a lap and a half, which is crazy. Uh, I, I know, I know. Some people might say, "What does that matter?" But that that six seven seconds was the reason why he could not pit. Yeah, uh, with yeah. assurance during the Giovinazzi um, VSC later mm-hmm. on in the race. Um, and I know I sent you a message saying uh, Hamilton probably should have pitted then, um, but the reason why he couldn't without 100% assurance was because Perez had held him up for those seven seconds. So uh, I know it didn't seem like a much, uh, much uh, time that he held Hamilton up for. And, and ultimately, Verstappen couldn't get past him anyway. But towards the end of the race, this was a huge part as to why Verstappen and Red Bull were able to do what they did. For sure. It was a, it was a big seven seconds. And also, we didn't know at the time that, you know, that, that once they cleared Checo, that Max or you know, that Lewis would once again, just drive right away from Max. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I didn't like Lewis got on the radio and he said, Checo is driving dangerously. And I'm like, come on, dude. Just, I, I, I didn't think so. I thought that everything that Checo did was within the limits of the car. I thought not even close, not even close to being over the edge. Nothing nothing to me that that seemed whiny from Lewis and unfortunately for him Valtteri was not in a position to play spoiler in the way that Checo did and no not even close you know and you know Lewis everybody there knows Checo Perez is not if you had to choose a guy that's like you absolutely have to get past one guy Checo would probably be the last guy you would pick it's mm-hmm. just he's always going to have his elbows out he's a veteran he's so good at wheel-to-wheel racing he's very and, clean yeah and he's very clean i i thought he gave lewis a ton of room and there was just you know at one point lewis thought that he had the move made and mm-hmm. he thought he was passed and checo disagreed 
And he yeah. threw it right back down the inside. Didn't force Lewis off the track or anything like that. No. Um, it, it, I, I thought that was such a good job by Sergio Perez. It, it was, you know, when uh, obviously uh, Kimi Raikkonen was voted driver of the race. Uh, but if it wasn't yeah. him, I thought it should have been Checo because that was, you know, the, the, the way he defended Lewis there was, it, it was like Fernando Alonso defending against Lewis, uh, you know, for Ocon earlier in the season. Yeah. I think um, for the entirety of the race, uh, you know, what Perez did probably wasn't super amazing, but considering the circumstances that they were racing in today um, and what was at stake, what Perez did, uh, I mean, not only helping Max, but sacrificing his own race, uh, right. in the process. Mm-hmm. Um, I think, yeah, you, you, you're right. I think Perez probably should have won driver of the day. If today wasn't Raikkonen's last race, um, you know, you could probably argue signs signs did pretty well too, but, uh, yeah, signs he, had he, a didn't, really good day. he didn't have much, uh, on the line in today's race. No, but, and you know, if, if they didn't have to retire Checo at the end of the race, he would have also been on the podium. So, yeah, right. You know, yeah, yeah, Signs had a really good race. He was on the podium because they had to retire Checo's car. So, yeah. It, that, did you I, did you hear what for? I didn't read up on I any don't of that. No. Um I mean, for them to, you know, last race of the season, so I Yeah. I don't know. It had to have been something really fatal with the car where it wasn't going to last more than another lap or two, but honestly, I have no idea. Um Yeah. Cuz I mean, it, you know, what are you going to do if it's max and the engine starts vibrating? It's like, well, I'm not going to retire it. I'm going to yeah. drive it until it blows up. Yeah. I, th- I think what they didn't want was for Checo to stop somewhere on track that would prolong the right. safety car even more. So that might have uh, actually, yeah, wouldn't surprise me if that was it entirely. Yeah, so just as um, a precaution. Right, right. Because like you said, it's last lap of the uh, last race of the year. Why not just drive it until it breaks or burns down or something like that? But yeah, because um, you don't, you know, you, you don't want to leave camshafts down the back stretch. I can, yeah, I can, yeah. Uh, I, can I can definitely see that. Yeah. Um, Marshals were already busy cleaning up one mess. It probably would have taken them another lap or two just to get to where Checo was, and then some more laps to clean it up. Because I think he he left during the the safety car. It was right? still during the safety car because he yeah, had pitted so. for the soft tire right after yeah. max did and then yeah. just next time around he ended up coming in uh yeah so i guarantee that car. yeah i guarantee that's what it is uh he probably could have kept going but they probably didn't want to risk him dying on the drs yeah, straight at that somewhere point, in the middle his, of track his job was done at that point he had already yeah. helped out all that he could yeah and so, they weren't going to win the drive uh, the constructors championship no matter what even no, if for he sure did finish in p3 so we what we ended up getting was really what we didn't want which is it, it was kind of the FIA show again this yeah. week. Uh, right from the start, you know, when uh, Max, you know, threw the car down to the, you know, down the inside of Lewis mm-hmm. and Lewis went off, straightened, you know, s- straight lined, uh, you know, off into the runoff area and ended up almost two seconds out ahead of Max. And they didn't have him give back the position they also didn't even it, at the time i thought it was odd they didn't even investigate it yeah um where it looked very similar to what had happened last week when they made max give the spot back and gave him a five second penalty for it so at that point it was like all right well you know that sucks that that happened you know they ended up i did i at that point if they would have had lewis give the position back Lewis would have been back by Max in probably two or three laps. I think so. So that one was fine. But 
we get towards the end of the race. So it was six laps to go. And, you know, a, a guy that we're a big fan of around here, Nicholas Latifi. The goat, uh, yeah. Bend it. Um, and we get the safety car and just a weird sequence of events. So yeah. let me, let me, let me, uh, I, I saw, I'll, I'll, I'll set it up. So you mm-hmm. got Hamilton was right by the pits when the safety car came out. They could have pitted him, but they didn't. So Hamilton passes by the pits. At that point, Max comes in, takes on soft tires, and goes back out. But there's still five cars in between. So we end up getting this weird thing where they wave those cars through, and then part of a lap later, they restart the race. <laughs> uh, yeah. I, I don't know. how. Like On the last lap, no less. Yeah, yeah. So what... I don't know. What did you think about the way that that was handled by the FIA? What happened and what might have been a better thing for them to do, if anything? I'm putting myself in Michael Massey's head right now. Poor Michael Massey. And, I mean, yeah. yeah just, um, just, look, like the whole he, last month, he's just the least popular man on earth. That is, that is not an easy job. And I think before him was Charlie Whiting, right? He was the, yes, and the, yeah, the yeah. job basically killed him. But he had help. He had help. Uh, he wasn't always by himself um, making no. these decisions. I think he had somebody, I can't remember who it was, but he had somebody with him that that um, helped him with these calls. Um, in hindsight, looking back at it, they probably should have red flagged the race, mm-hmm. I think. Um, but we have the benefit of hindsight, uh, it being five hours after the race now. Um, I think, uh, what lap did it happen in? Lap 53? Yeah, 53, 53, somewhere in that ballpark. Yeah, um, I think that probably would have been the right thing to do because one, Verstappen's Verstappen's going to get brought right back up behind Hamilton anyway. But at the very least, now you're not waiting until the last second to make a decision. You have all that red flag time, that stoppage time to, to you know, make any decisions that might affect the race. Uh, I feel like they just rushed their decision um, because it, they weren't going to let the, the cars pass until literally, literally that last lap, lap 57. And then halfway through, they decided we're going to let the cars, the lapped cars go. And also we're going to let the race restart at the end of this lap, halfway through sector two. Mm-hmm. Um, and in trying to let them decide the finish on track, they ended up decided deciding the finish in the stewards room, which, I mean, look, they haven't had a good couple of races or even a good year uh, with the stewards and Michael Massey. And um, I feel like this just made things worse. Uh, Not taking anything away from Max Verstappen. He still drove a hell of a season. And I think he deserved to win the driver's championship this year, but um, he probably could have done so without all this baggage. but yeah, so, to answer your question, I yeah. think they should have red flagged the race. Let everybody start fresh. Let the lapped cars unlap themselves and then let everybody fight for their position because it wasn't unfair to Ricardo who was stuck behind Verstappen. He watched everybody else get to unlap themselves right. and then he has to sit there yeah. and um, wait until the start of the, the restart of the race. So, uh, But yeah. again, I know that's not the that wasn't a big point in this weekend's race, but um, yeah, if you want to be fair, red flag the race, let everybody catch up and let everybody have a fair fight in finishing those last couple of laps. That's, that's what I think anyway. 
yeah, that seemed to be, you know, the thing that they could have done that would have evened it up because then everybody would come in, come in. Everybody would have came in, they would yeah. change tires. Uh, everybody would have went back out on the softs, I think, with five or so laps to yeah. go. Oh, definitely, yeah. Um, and then it's, you know, then it's, all right, you know, Lewis and Max have, say, three laps, yeah. uh, possibly with a standing start, you know, to, to decide it. I would have been fine with that. Yeah, I, I think that would have been that would have been okay with the majority of. F1 I think everybody, teams. yeah, because at that point, Red Bull, they always said, well, it would have been better if we had the safety car because then we would have this advantage. But I don't think anybody could have really argued with red flagging the race for that reason. Mm-hmm. Um, you know what complicates it, I suppose, for Mercedes was when the VSC came out uh, for Giovinazzi. You know, Toto's over there begging Michael Massey not to use the safety car, mm-hmm. you know, and then, uh, you know, then the safety car comes out. He's like, no, no, we have to stay under the safety car, you know, because before you're under the VSC, he's like, Michael, we're racing. And then, you know, Michael Massey's trying to get them back to racing. And Toto's, no, no, no. Um, yeah. I, which again, I, I cannot, I can't blame toto or mercedes or anybody for feeling the way they did about anything yeah but i mean it's 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 motorsports it's auto racing not not every situation is always 100 percent fair hey cat yeah um <laughs> you know there's just sometimes that's what happens is you're hard done by something something doesn't go your favor that's racing you know so at that point you know, the, the, the safety car comes out. I'm convinced that Red Bull was going to do the opposite of whatever Mercedes did. Yeah. To my mind, Mercedes could not, when the safety car came out, they could not bring Lewis Hamilton into the pits and change onto different tires because then Red Bull would not pit. And then if the safety car stays out, then all right, you've just given away the championship by doing a pit stop that you didn't need to do. Yeah. So... I don't think that they had any other choice in that situation. I think they had to stay out knowing Red Bull would simply do the opposite, take the, take the track position, um, you know, and given that it was given that it was behind the safety car at the time, Hamilton might've came out behind Max and Checo. Uh, I don't know what the gap was at that time, mm-hmm. but yeah, I mean, probably not because it would have been 17 seconds. So Checo, I think Checo was very far behind at that point. Yeah, he might have been. Uh, yeah, because he had because uh, he had pitted. So it would just yeah. been behind Max and then possibly behind lap A cars. cars. Yeah, maybe know? like two. So, right. So I don't think that that was something that they could have done. Uh, I think they, they could have pitted behind the Giovinazzi VSC. They would have yeah, lost and, position to Max, but they would have right, had much and, fresher tires. And Max probably would have done the same thing at that point. He probably would yeah. have stayed out, taken the track position and the tires. Yeah. And um, at the time, Hamilton was faster, so he probably would have passed him anyway. I think Merck really dropped the ball there. Yeah, um, and I don't know what Mercedes had for medium tires at that point, because at that point, maybe they could have gone to mediums for the rest of the race. Yeah. They didn't They didn't have any more new tires, I think. that's what. No, um, I, I yeah. believe that the only one with... And I don't think it was a new new set. It might have had like one lap on it. Was the the set of hards that Max put on? That was yeah. a that was a new set. I don't yeah. think that Lewis had another new set. I could be mistaken. But well, Max did have a new set because they didn't use they didn't even practice on hard tires. No. So yeah, Max definitely had another hard new hard set of 
hard tires and mm-hmm. Hamilton only had used tires at that point. So but it still would have been better than a pair of hard tires that had like 30 laps on it. Oh, for sure. Yeah. So, all right. So then we get Max comes out on a set of soft tires that had, I think maybe three laps on them or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and we get the one lap shootout, which ended pretty much, I think the way that most people assumed yeah. that the one lap shootout was, but yeah. Uh, I mean, kudos to Lewis. I mean, he gave it everything on that lap. Yeah. Um, Not much you can do there with 40 lap old hard compound tires against brand new softs. I mean, that was, again, the most most he could have possibly done. I'm surprised that Max, well, no, I'm not surprised that Max threw it in uh, going into turn one with with basically the exact same move. Uh, as the start of the race with kind of the lunge because yeah, on the soft tires against those old hard tires, you could do that. Yeah. Um, but I'm also like, well, he could have just followed him in and then picked his spot, but you know what? There's none, there's none of that. On, I'm surprised Hamilton didn't. Yeah. I'm surprised Hamilton just didn't defend the inside and push Max out wide. Like that, Max had been doing to him the last yeah, couple he, races. He, he left it open. And I mean, you, yeah. you have to assume that Max is going to make that move in that. Right. Right. He literally made that move an hour and a half ago. Yeah. You know, I, I, so I really don't know what Lewis was thinking there. You, if you leave him the inside, he's going to overtake you. Why not just sit there, park yeah. the car, right. Yeah, on make him apex. go the long way. Yeah. Um, make him earn it. Yeah. Um, he, and I mean, that's Lewis did that a bunch. He did that on the restart. Uh, last week with uh, with Ocon was he just mm-hmm. he left Max that space on the inside and you know Max he just he, fearless he threw it down there he didn't care um, yeah. I mean at that point if there's contact that suits Max just fine <laughs> you know right right um, but there wasn't it was and I I did notice on that on that last one Max made no attempt to push Lewis wide he took that car. He, he really did. He pulled it as far inside as I thought that he could. There was yeah. almost a car width between Max and the outside curbs when they came around. So there was no reason for Lewis to, you know, go straight into the runoff, like which was probably which was the right thing for Lewis to do at the beginning of the race, because otherwise there would have been contact. Yeah. So, you know, and then Lewis tries to come back a couple of times, gets up next to him. But just with the soft tires, there's really just nothing he could do. Um Hi again, cat. <laughs> I'll say if people are listening to this instead of watching it, Bernie's cat is walking yeah. across his desk. Yeah. Um, so Max ends up winning. Oh, oh, did you hear? Um, did you hear the radio right after the race? Uh, who's to Max? Who's radio? To uh, Alex Albon actually got on. No. The, was, what did he was, say? Oh, he was he, he was just like screaming. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Was, yeah, it was like before Max even crossed the line. He was like, "Oh my god, Max." Yeah. It was Oh, uh, yeah, no, it, as a as a as an Albon fan, you have to you have to look it up. It's great. That was Alex? Yeah. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, so he he uh, he called him uh, you know, he, he was just basically just, just screaming on the radio, which was great. Yeah, okay. Um and then you know, so so the uh, you know the 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 post race, I thought was kind of appropriately. Lewis took his time and did not park his car uh, next to the number three marker. Ended up just taking it straight back to the pits, which I kind of figured he was going to do. Yeah, um, I mean, kudos to him though. They were really him and his dad were really professional at the oh, end of sure. the race with everything. They went it over and congratulated the Red Bull guys, congratulate Max. I think um, they even... And Yost, yeah. Yeah, yeah, Yost as well. Um, 
I mean, at that point, Lewis knows there's nothing he can do right now, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, the only recourse they have is really just appeal it with the FIA and then maybe bring it to court. Like, I'm pretty sure they're planning yeah, on doing. it sounds like that's what they're doing. The court of um, autosports or the CAS, whatever that stands for. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, so I think as of right now, Verstappen is officially the winner. Yes. I know that they have appealed and their de- appeals have been denied so far. Mm-hmm. Um directly with the FIA anyway but they they can and they they are going to go to a, a higher power there um but i yeah i don't i don't know like i said i think max deserved this uh the championship this year anyway even if lewis did deserve the win today um i i can't see any any appeals um going through successfully right now um I think that would just look bad for everybody um, for formula one, especially, you know, um, to, to have this on their record, you know, that uh, their race director screwed up this badly. I don't know if they are, they would officially admit that, that they did anything wrong, even if they technically haven't officially done anything wrong. Cause I, I think you said one of the regulations states, the racing director is allowed to make changes um, to the races it, as he see fits. He sees yeah, fit. it, it, it's basically in a in a in a situation where you know maybe there's uh, you know articles in the in the thing that contradict each other. Yeah. Um, it basically says that the race director has the final, you know, makes the final decision of how it's going to work. Right. Um, right. I'm sorry. Okay. Yeah. So I, I actually have that in front of me. Okay. So. Yeah. Um, Mercedes had two separate, uh, the, they had two separate um, protests. Uh, the first one, they said that Max passed Lewis under the safety car, and that was pretty quickly denied by the FIA. Yeah. This and, happens all the time. So. Literally all the time. Yeah. Uh, the time. While they were accelerating and braking, he was briefly mm-hmm. ahead, but at the actual safety car timing line, he was not. Yeah. Um, so, so it, yeah, so that one's gone. Yeah. Uh, the other one basically relates to, you know it, what Mercedes was mad cars. about was about uh, the lapped cars being allowed past and how the race restarts. So what it says is that any lapped cars can be allowed to pass, mm-hmm. which Mercedes interpreted as, as all lapped cars. But Red Bull's argument was number one: any does not mean all. Mm-hmm. So any lapped cars that you want to let pass can pass. The thing was that there was no there was no message that was relayed to the teams. There is a standard message for that, mm-hmm. uh, which I believe says something like, uh, you know, all lapped cars now allowed to pass or whatever. Mm-hmm. That message was never flashed to the teams. What they got was the one saying that the cars that would be eventually allowed to pass. I think it was, uh, who would it be? What, uh, Norris and signs. You know, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Who, you know th- those five cars, Alonzo maybe, or uh, yeah, um, Sonoda, Gasly, and Bottas. Okay, uh, yeah. th- they were allowed to pass because they did it that way and not with the standard message. Then basically, that part of the rules does not apply. Yeah. Um, then, but then the other one it says Article fifteen point three gives the race director quote overriding authority over quote the use of the safety car. Mm-hmm. So it's up to Michael Massey. You know, they say, yeah, the safety car will come in the next lap. But 
if Michael Massey wants to say, no, we're going to let those cars go by, gain some space, and then bring the safety car at the end of this lap, that Michael Massey, the race director, can do so. Yeah. I don't necessarily care for that, but I get it. Um, yeah, I mean, it is it is kind of a gray area there because then then one could argue what are the point what's what's the point of having regulations if the if the race director can just decide to you know change the regulations whenever he sees fit but i mean i understand this is a specific event Mm -hmm. meant to make the fight between the two championship drivers a little more equal Right. I don't know. I, I feel like Massey has been making up, have been making these decisions to make up for past mistakes. Yeah, um, there's been some makeup calls, which is yeah. a very NBA kind of thing, and I hate it yeah. there, and I yeah. don't like it here either. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think it's just going to lead to because there's a lot of rules that have been broken by a lot of people in the last couple of races, where the issue that I have is with the rule not necessarily with what they did yeah so you know like max uh you know being forced to give the position back last week or you know uh yeah actually yeah the 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 one where max was on the outside lewis is on the inside lewis kind of straight lines turn one max Mm -hmm. goes off then max ends up having to give the position back well i'm like okay well yeah lewis won the first turn not the second one and that was the one that he pushed max out of so mm-hmm. to me, there's just there has to be some rewording of the rules specifically for overtakes. And because honestly, who would have thought that a world championship would be decided by the wording of the safety car rules? No. Yeah. So no. I I can only blame the FIA so much. Yeah, I I think it was a mess the last couple of weeks. The mm-hmm. uh, the inconsistency with which they've ruled on things. It's just, uh, that's all I want is just, just be consistent. Ultimately, I want things called the same in the last race of the season as they are in the second race of the season and the eighth race of the season. Yeah. And I realize that weird shit happens that you can't really plan for. Because again, who would have thought, you know, yeah, it's specifically the wording of the ruling of the safety car is what's going to determine who's the world champion this season. Nobody wants that. No. You know, it, yeah, it was decided on track. It's unfortunate that it was decided on track with one of the drivers having a pretty good size advantage over yeah. the other one. But again, that's that's motorsports. That's the way that it works. Uh, you know, you don't always get that 100% perfectly level playing field. Yeah. You know, that's why it's not uh, it's not a spec chassis and a spec powertrain series. No, you just you know? don't want those moments being manufactured right uh in in the stewards room uh yeah, and I you think want it to be because somebody on the track did a better job yeah or, and, or made made a risky move or or took the risky strategy and it paid off at the end or something like right. that you know um yeah i i know that when this happened when that turn one incident happened um i mentioned the move that sonoda made on i think it was stroll at brazil mm-hmm. Uh, Sonoda was on softer tires, kind of came in from a little bit far, far back, mm-hmm. um, but ultimately made a clean move and then Stroll turned in on him and then Sonoda got penalized for that. Right. And then in this case, um, he got a five second penalty. And in this case, there wasn't even an investigation. Um, yeah, that was really the, yeah. that was the issue was 
to me, if they investigate it and then they say, you know, where, yeah, Lewis ends up pulling away. I'm like, yeah, maybe, maybe he did or didn't gain a lasting advantage because like I said, if Max, if he would have had to give the spot back to Max, I think he would have been past him. Lewis was quick enough. Yeah. Although so, we did see Perez defend pretty well too. Yeah, that's true. Um, so Verstappen, you know, could have stayed in front uh, of Hamilton, maybe mm-hmm. wore his tires down. And then eventually when they did pit Verstappen would have been, you know, on um, in the, on an advantage again. Right. Um, but we didn't even get a chance to see that because they didn't even bother to look at it for longer than a half a lap. Which is, yeah. Just the, so the lack of investigation was crazy to me at the time. Yeah. And I don't like that the rules seem to penalize aggression in, in that way. And that mm-hmm. you can send it down the inside and keep it under control. Like, I mean, look at, the, look at the pass that Max made on the last lap of the race. All right. That was a lunge. That was from a long ways back. Yeah. And yeah, you could you could argue that in that case, Lewis could have turned in. And if he hit Max, it might have been Max's fault because Lewis was ahead. But all right. Well, if you're going to say that, then just the guy ahead should just turn into him every single time. Yeah, because or, or, you know, because what the the, the guy making the lunge is going to have to back out every single time or, you know, or if it's the other way, you're trying to go around the outside and you don't get your tires quite ahead. So the guy on the inside can just like straight line it because it's his corner. Mm-hmm. Um, no, that, that it's, it's dumb. It doesn't work. You know, if Max way overcooked it, like, uh, what was it? Uh, a couple weeks ago, the one that he just, there was no chance that he was actually going to make the turn. They both went off and Max ended up having to give the spot back. Um, the hell that wasn't, uh, no, Bra- it wasn't, that wasn't Brazil. Was it? Um, I think it might have been Saudi Arabia. It might have been Brazil, actually. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, yeah, because I'm not thinking of Saudi. I'm thinking of Brazil. Yeah, and he didn't. He just... didn't have to give. He didn't have to give the position back, though. I think. Oh, he didn't end um, up having to give it back on that. One? No, no, they let him keep racing. They okay, didn't penalize him for that. Okay, so yeah. that that one was one that on the on the rules he probably should have had to give it back. Probably, yeah, um, he should have. <laughs> but that one, I also thought that there was really no chance that he was making that. <laughs> so, no, no, no. Um, if you. You know, like the 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 turn one uh, in this race was Max kept it on the track in between the white lines. Max did not run off, mm-hmm. which says that that was a good move. He was yeah. able to keep the car on the track. He, he, he was ahead at the apex too. Yes, so. he was ahead at the apex. So I don't know exactly how you have to word it, but I think they just they need to say more in there. Yeah, because just you don't want to get into a spot where like okay, the only way that you can really pass guys is if you're faster on the straight. Because mm-hmm. that's terrible. Uh, I think that you know your your Danny Ricardo, last of the late breakers. You know those guys have to be able to send it yeah. down the inside, down the outside, and make these moves. Because you know if we're not if we don't have that kind of passing, then why are we watching especially, Formula yeah. One? Especially in these cars where yeah. you need to make those moves to pass. Because yeah. even with DRS and with engine mode turned up it's still super difficult to get past cars. Yeah. Um, you have to be I mean, a lot faster than another guy, unless yeah. you can pull out a surprise move, you know, something like that, where you just, mm-hmm. you, you know, you send the crap out of it and outbreak a guy. And then, yeah, you, you, you have to be a little bit aggressive. You have to be a little bit rude there and put your car somewhere that it's not necessarily supposed to be. Yeah. You know, it, it can't always be, Oh yeah, this guy got, 
you know, he, he got his front tires three inches ahead of yours. So you have to totally back out and give him the position. What the hell is right. that? That's not you racing know? anymore. No, it's not. Yeah. And, and that was the issue that I had with, you know, with Lewis talking about Checo today and, you know, it was, Oh, that's dangerous driving. It's not, not dangerous. Driving. Yeah. It's not elbows out. It's aggressive, but it was all under control. It yeah. was, I, I thought that was a great job by Checo. I thought Lewis was a little bit whiny at that point, but yeah, I mean, I, I, mean, I, 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 I think <laughs> I he was I, frustrated, but still, I think he's also doing whatever he can to, I guess, kind of getting them in the head of the stewards. Um, right. Yeah. They all know, do a lot of lobbying. Of, yeah. Yeah. I think that was just games gamesmanship right there. Um, although, yeah, he did come across as whiny and, and I think um, total wolf coming on and, and begging for no safety car when there was a wreck is another reason why it just I bad. don't. <laughs> yeah. It, it's, it's another reason why I don't think the, the team principals should be talking to Massey. Mm-hmm. while while he's making those decisions or the stewards while they're making those decisions um you know let them let them just make the call and then you can argue it later but i don't think they should have even if it's not blatantly influential on making any calls you know just um any any little bit of influence like that while they're trying to work out um, if they should throw out a safety car or something like that. I don't I don't think the team principals should have that that ability to talk to um, guys in the stewards room um, while they're making those decisions. It would be interesting to know how much Michael Massey in his heart is affected by that stuff because I think I would if I were Michael Massey I would mostly be annoyed by it. You know I think I would be too. You, you know, but like he is a, he he is human. So, yeah, just, you know, if you're uh, an NFL ref, you know, and, and there's a head coach coming over complaining to you every single time about everything, you're like, I'd go the opposite way. <laughs> oh, you know, man, screw this yeah. guy. Um, but I mean, that's that's what coaches do. Even if they know mm-hmm. that their players are in the wrong, they're going to argue because if they don't right. argue, then the rest are going to just start making calls against them for every little thing, knowing, no, oh, this guy's not going to come and argue my, in my face about it anyway. Mm-hmm. So, you know, I'm it's- just going to give him the penalty. It's also a bit, and I, I know I've said this about Christian Horner specifically before, but Toto does the same thing where it's, they put it on themselves. You know, it's, to me, it takes pressure off of the team, you hmm. know, or, you know, t- takes pressure off of your drivers, takes just the general, you know, like on, on Twitter today, like, yeah, nobody's really annoyed at Max for the win. Even, even the Hamilton fans really aren't. They are pissed at christian horner man they hate christian horner you know because i don't cause, i mean horner yeah horner didn't do anything horner's just horner is uh i i i love christian horner i think he's good for the sport yeah. he's a personality you know and that's actually what f1 has done such a good job of in the last four or five years is cultivating the personalities of the sport mm-hmm. you know yeah. uh basketball does a really good job of it because you don't have all that many I, I think it also helps that there's not many teams not many drivers yeah you know so you can you know you get to know people like toto and christian horner and otmar yeah. and you know the drivers the team principals even you know even guys like bono you know you, yeah you, i mean you, it's not a coincidence yeah. that drive to survive focused on ricardo for their first episode ever you right. know yeah you get they, people they, into it yeah they know who's gonna draw in the, in the crowd so it's yeah, I don't know. I, I'm I'm annoyed that 
I, I shouldn't say I'm annoyed the way it ended because the last lap was thrilling. My heart was beating out of my chest, right? It was exciting. Yeah. I'm annoyed that it came down to a lot of FIA stuff, that there was appeals, mm-hmm. that any of that stuff even had to happen. I'm glad that Max ended up winning because I did think that Max... I, I thought Max deserved to win the championship. I think if Lewis won it, it would have felt a little bit like... I don't want to say that he stole it because Lewis... Gifted it. Yeah, that, that Lewis would have won a championship in a season that you could argue that, you know, Red Bull probably had the better car more often than Mercedes did. Yeah. Uh, Lewis did a better job. I'll tell you what Lewis did. Lewis did a better job than Max at absolutely maximizing the number of points that he could have gotten mm-hmm. during the season. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Lewis left very, very little on the table. Max left quite a lot on the table yeah sometimes it was out of max's hands um but when it wasn't he yeah yeah, he he did leave um some points off the table Mm -hmm. uh on his own uh i will agree with you on that um and and even though Bottas finished ahead of perez i think perez did much more to help his team this year than than valtteri did Um, he did more big stuff yeah there weren't really i can't think of a time where checo was really had to do something and just totally whiffed on it yeah where they're um, you know like it, you know there's max starting third behind both mercedes and valtteri basically leaving the door open and letting him go by and yeah valtteri having to defend and max just making really quick work of him and just going right past him um yeah. when, I, when, I, okay. I was gonna say when max needed perez to step up perez stepped up and Almost every every time he needed Perez to step up, he did. And then um, when Lewis needed Bottas to have a good qualifying or or just to stick close enough during a race to, to be a threat to, to Red Bull strategy, Bottas wavered. Yeah, um, yeah, like you said, he just let Max right on by and waved goodbye to him uh, mm-hmm. as as he was driving on by, and then um, you know poor starts where he did start in the top five but then dropped down to like p9 before that, turn that, was, one. that was today yeah uh, yuki got by him yeah and then alpha tauri and then yeah. and then it took him a while to get back in front I, of yuki i think it was and i don't even think it was on the track i think it was pit strategy no, yeah yeah it was because yuki yeah he pitted during the vsc um you need more than that from a second driver at mercedes mm-hmm. and uh i can't believe it took them this long to get george russell up there honestly I thought yeah. after last year, George Russell would have been in a Mercedes um, this year. But God, that would have been interesting if George Russell was in that car this year. It, yeah, I think Mercedes would have finished with the drivers' championship and a constructor constructors' championship. Um, yeah, exactly. I think you. I, it's shocking to me that McLaren was the only team to put together uh, a one-two lockout of the podium this entire season. Yeah, Red Bull I mean, never did it. A lot of luck. And Mercedes never did it because the two top drivers, I think, were so far ahead of the second two drivers. Yeah. I mean, Where, even today, they were like 20 seconds ahead of or it was, 20, yeah. 20 seconds ahead of Perez. But it's crazy how 20. much faster Lewis and and Max are than their teammates. It's yeah. ridiculous. It is. Uh, I don't think Lewis is going to be able to do that with George Russell. You know, no, no. George Russell is Rus- very fast. Yeah. I think Russell will be a lot closer, if not beating hamilton on a regular basis yeah maybe not the first season but 
Yeah, I I say that he was he, he was kind yeah, of he came in and wiped, in the first race. Yeah, so. he wiped the floor with Valtteri in the first race, yeah. and if it wasn't for the the tire issue, he uh, he would have won. He would have been on the top of that podium. See, I know, see, you have to be on Twitter because uh, did you see uh, George Russell on Twitter? No, no. What did he say? Uh, with the well, you know, because uh, with with the safety car at the end of the race, of course, you know, Russell, uh, his car had already been retired by that. Point. Yeah, yeah. Um, with the safety car at the end, he was tweeting all caps. This is unacceptable. A uh, bunch of exclamation points, and uh, you know, then after after Max won, he basically said, "Look, you know, uh, Max is great." you know, all this stuff, but basically that Lewis got robbed by, by the safety car at the end. I mean, he's a Mercedes man. Well, that's, that's why I said, I'm like, oh, yeah, is, is uh, George is out there scoring Toto points before he even shows up in Brackley. Yeah. So, I you know, know. Um, yeah, I, I, I can't blame George for that. You know, I, all the, uh, uh, there's a lot of, I know, again, I'm, I'm perennially online on Twitter and, um, you know, so there's a lot of Mercedes people there. Oh, you know, uh, Lewis got hosed and Max didn't deserve it. I'm like, look, if this was exactly flipped 180 degrees, you guys would be celebrating just like yeah. the Max Verstappen fans are celebrating right now. Yeah. And the Max Verstappen fans would be livid, you know, if it was the right, other right. way around. It, it just that's what happens. That is sports. Yeah. And also no. to those guys, if you really think that Hamilton or and Verstappen really care, if you guys are happy or angry, they're going to be celebrating. Not. Yeah. They're going to be celebrating Christmas in their million dollar home with their beautiful girlfriends. Anyway, man, like right. you can Look, be upset, but don't, don't was, take it so personally. You know, it's, I say, wish it was just a million dollar home. Hamilton just sold his, uh, Hamilton sold uh, his, his home in New York for 49 and a half million dollars. Jesus. He never lived in it. Never once. Of course not. Of course not. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I mean, man. it's just... Love look, Lewis. Uh, I know everybody Everybody has their favorites and everybody gets emotional at the end of the race, but don't let this, you know, don't let this ruin your year, you know, like... No. Hamilton was... still has seven championships in his on his resume. Mm-hmm. Um, and Verstappen will probably get a whole bunch more, you know. Um, like I said, I am glad that Verstappen won today. Uh, if you were, if you were the FIA, um, how would you fix this? Uh, I think like just, just right now, as of right now, it's going to have to be a going forward thing. I I think if I'm the FIA, I have to acknowledge that there've been, I might not say failings if I'm them, but I would certainly say inconsistencies Yeah, yeah, and the FIA above all else, it, the the teams have to believe that the FIA is impartial and that the FIA is doing things fairly for everybody consistently. Mm-hmm. So I think the FIA is going to have to say something where they basically say, look, at every situation, we do the best that we can. We're human. You know, mm-hmm. there is a rule book. Um, but it's not always as black and white as people think it is. So we have to take a look at the rules and either with the rules, you either have to tighten them or open them. You know, it's, it's gotta be one or the other where do you want more open rules that we, you know, say, okay, well, every situation is different or do you want to tighten everything down and just have everything be hard and fast to where 
if he wanted to do that, then Lewis should have had a 10 place grid penalty for the race today because he impeded Nikita Mazepin in, uh, in, in qual or in, uh, in practice the yeah. same, pretty much the same way that he did last week at Saudi Arabia. Now, yeah mitigating circumstances we know it's not as big of a deal at this track as it was at saudi arabia because the turns aren't blind and all that stuff mm -hmm, mm -hmm. but if you were going hard and fast by the rules that should have been a reprimand and if he got yeah. another reprimand he would have had a 10 place grid penalty is yeah. that what you want i don't right, think right. it is mm -hmm. so i think that you want to leave some wiggle room in those rules but there are certain rules that they're going to have to either open up to where say look this is this is what we mean by this this is what we mean by that you know but there's always going to be a human interpretation of those rules based on the situation i just i think the fia above everything else they need to not necessarily say that they effed up or that they messed up or anything like that just say we understand that people don't think that we did our best we did Mm -hmm. And we're, you know, we're going to continue to work to be better at it than we were this past season. Is there anything you would do in the short term to appease Mercedes? Who, Not who, really, because who I think do I, have you know, legitimate gripes. They do have a legitimate gripe. I, I can't imagine why you would, because, mm. you know, for Mercedes, it's just, all right, you know what? You shouldn't have let it come down to the last race of the season. You, mm. you know, you should have figured out your car quicker. Uh, you know, you should have done things differently. I, you can only complain so much about effectively the referees when you've put yourself in this situation where you're going to the last race of the season level on points. And, you know, if you were, yeah, if you were up by even 10 points right now, mm -hmm. yeah, then then, you know, then your fate, is, you control your own fate. You only have to finish second. There you was know? some talk. There was some talk on um, Red Bull offering Mercedes um, financial restitution to to drop their appeals. Really? What, yeah. I, uh, I can't what, what do you think about that? Because I, I, I assume I assume this is all about how much money they get, they would get from finishing first and the drivers or constructors. Uh, well, no, because because there's no money there's no money on the driver's championship oh is the, there no, no the, the the money is on the constructor's championship oh i thought that i thought i thought the drivers it, got the drivers might get paid something but the the teams yeah. get paid on the constructor's championship okay so then and there's no and, th and that's what horner said after the race is he thought that it was probably appropriate that red bull won the driver's championship and mercedes won the constructor's championship mm -hmm. the the funny thing is if it was 1985 nobody would have cared about it. Not that nobody would care about the result of the driver's championship, but the constructor's championship for the teams was the bigger deal. Yeah. You know, until that's where the money comes from all that long ago, you know? So that was the team's concern was winning the constructor's championship. And if one of your drivers won the driver's championship, well, that's nice for him. Yeah. Well, I think that because back then there were more like personally owned teams that weren't raking in yeah, billions I, of dollars from car sales. I mean, I mean, how much money are you going to give to Mercedes Benz? Yeah. <laughs> you know, they don't, yeah, I don't, they, don't yeah. they don't need it. It's, you know, yeah. for them, they're trying to keep Lewis Hamilton happy and yeah. And then all that the, stuff. The, I don't know. there was also talk about um, 
sharing the championship, which I was Absolutely not, not. Yeah, I was not no. for. Um, this is if, a competition, man. Yeah. Uh, it, if you have two champions, you have zero champions. And right. Right. That would be the cowardly thing to do. I would hate it. I, I actually meant to. I if the appeals hadn't uh, hadn't already uh, been dismissed. I was I was going to say that to you, but we're like, there is a result here where we don't do the show next season because I don't because I would be out on F. Yeah, yeah. And that would be if yeah. they said, okay, yeah, dual champions. I'm like, no. And I don't know if maybe that's just like the you know that that I'm American, so I don't like I ties. Think, yeah, that's yeah, why I don't like ties. Either. That's why I don't watch soccer and why I'm confused every time an F one uh, uh, a football game ends in a tie. I'm like, what the, what the hell? Yeah. Un-American garbage is this? There is a yeah. winner and there is a loser. <laughs> you know, yeah. um, or winners it, by aggregate. Right? Yeah. Like, Who cares? Like, uh, winner, you scored more away goals. What? Yeah, yeah, you don't want to just. Yeah. It's just like you didn't want to come down today to, uh, to the fact that Max had won more races over the season. Yeah. No, I, I want the winner to be the guy who scores more points. Yeah, you know that yeah. that's what makes sense to me. So, I'm I'm glad that that's not a thing that's happening. That that would have been a a, a cowardly thing to do. I, I I would not have I would not have been okay with that. No, yeah, I I agree with you that um, I think the damage has already been done um to this yeah season. at that point you're not gonna you're not gonna change it back and have yeah, everybody feel good yeah. about it um if you even with the appeals now if you penalize verstappen i don't think that's fair he didn't do anything wrong no um and it, then it's, your problem is with the fia at this point not with red yeah, bull yeah you know um, i i think the the best mercedes could hope for is like some sort of apology from the FIA while also not overturning the result. Basically yeah. not saying that you should have won, but that we understand why you're upset. Yeah. You and know? that we didn't do everything in our power to prevent you from, from losing. Um, right. Yeah. I, I, we could have given you a better shot to not lose. Right. Or, or made it probably a, about yeah, it. Yeah. Made it a little, little bit more, more fair, but again, I don't want to say that they, they have, judged in favor of mercedes in some mm-hmm. sketchy calls in the previous uh, races because then i feel like they did be making up for those bad calls mm-hmm. with current calls um i don't like that the thought of that um but i agree with you i think they need to leave out they, they need to get rid of a lot of the gray areas in the regulations when it right. comes to, to to moments like uh in today's race or last week's race or, or the race from brazil um and they need to become more consistent i think michael massey needs somebody in that office with him i know he has the stewards but as a race director i think he's making the calls himself mm-hmm. um i don't know if they have like a vice race director but i think somebody there to help him at least bounce ideas off of in the heat of the race um would be good and 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 like we said in last week's discussion, uh, full time stewards, yeah. that even if they are, you know, even if they aren't like a hundred percent efficient with these calls, at the very least they'll be consistent. You know, right? Uh, I that think was that, actually that, something that they did do for today. Was the oh, the stewards yeah. were the same from Saudi, and uh, possibly from Brazil. Yeah, but it was it, at the very least, it was the same group of stewards 
for the race today as it was for last week. Yeah. I'm okay with them not doing anything about that incident on lap one. You know, it is the beginning of the race. Yeah. There's still a whole gotten, race. Yeah. yeah you've go. barely gotten into, into one lap. Um, I think the stewards did a pretty decent job today. And I, I don't know. I think it was just Massey that made that call about the safety car at the end. Right. Like that wasn't the stewards. Yeah. No, I believe that came down to Michael Massey. The, yeah. um, yeah, I, I didn't have an issue. The only issue I that I had with the stewards themselves was just not investigating. Yeah. Yeah. The, the lap one least, turn one thing. Just take because a look like, at it. It, they could have come up with the exact same thing that they did, but I'm like, come on, man, just take a look at it. Yeah, <laughs> you know, make, make, make it look like you actually cared about that. Yeah. That incident. To me, there's no point in not taking a look at it. Yeah. You know, it, it doesn't Red... hurt you anything to investigate it and take a look. Yeah. At it. I think so. that's what pissed off Red Bull even more was the fact that they didn't even bother investigating it. Yeah, that um, was that was for sure. It, it if yeah. you know, if they looked at it and they said, yeah, you know, we think this, this, this. But they said, no, we're not even going to take a look at it. Yeah. So, um, I mean, so I was, yeah, I think we're in agreement here that the regulations need a real hard looking at next year. Um, mm-hmm. I think full time stewards we've agreed on. Mm-hmm. Um, I think Michael Massey really needs uh, a right hand man in the office with him. Mm-hmm. Um, when incidents like today rise up and um, yeah, I think, I think they just need to come out and, and accept the fact and accept the fact that they haven't been great with the, the race calling. Um, I yeah. mean, I guess all year, you could say all year, they haven't been that great with it uh, or consistent with it. You know, um, I don't know how much of that's going to actually affect the way that they do their job next year, but just acknowledge that, you know, there were some issues with the the race calling this year. And I think at the very least it would appease some fans, you know, that they, the FIA have acknowledged that they're, they're not doing a, a great job with the uh, handling the races. It's also, I'm sure it's also new for the FIA. I mean, it, it you know, it's the age of Twitter and social media. So there's, yeah. you know, there, there's a lot more scrutiny on them. I understand. Every that. little call is going to be under the microscope for sure. So to me, I mean, that's the kind of stuff where they're like, all right, well, if we're going to be looked at more, we have to work on our procedures. Yeah. You know, um, look at some of the rules, look at some of your own procedures. I still think full-time stewards, um, you know, guys are the stewards for every single race. You know, Derek Warwick has been, uh, you know, one of the stewards for the last couple of races. Mm -hmm. I'm sure Derek Warwick could be available to do that during the season. Yeah, you know? or or at least have them like uh, half of the season, you know, switch them off halfway through the that. season or something like that. Yeah, it's just guys that are guys that are doing it so you get that consistency week in week out. Where oh yeah, right. you know what? This is similar to something that happened three weeks ago. Uh, yeah, we should go and look at that. What was our ruling then? Okay, good, great. Yeah, you know that that's that's pretty much it. Just just looking for consistency. That's all. Do you think? Do you think the team principles should be in the air of Michael Massey while he's making these decisions? I know you, um, you say that you like it for entertainment purposes. I do. But... Yeah, I I don't have an issue with it. Michael Massey's the race director. He's an adult. So, yeah. it, you know, there has to be a, uh, a mechanism because the FIA also can't catch everything. So if Christian Horner calls him up and says, uh, Michael, could you take a look at blah, 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 this happened. Yeah. And it's something, all right, they should have that line of communication open to okay and that. from the race director. Yeah. 
you know? I'm okay with that. I'm not okay with them then like harassing droning, him about stuff. Yeah, droning yeah. on and on and on about it, um, yeah. like we've seen them do. I mean, uh, because at, at some point he's he needs time to look at it and make his decision. And I if mean, somebody's in his ear yeah. constantly, he can't be doing his job that efficiently, you know. I mean, maybe that's something they could look at too. You know, I mean, think about the NBA, you know, you can get a technical foul. You know where, right, you're, right. Yeah, your your yeah. your coach can get a foul that actually costs yeah. you points. Yeah. You know, if it's if he keeps going on and on about it, it's, all right, Christian. You know, you, you yeah, know, you've made your we've point. heard enough, and yeah. you're risking a, a a two second time penalty for your driver. Yeah, I I think if they want to point out something like, hey man, you know, hey Michael, if you want to look at this incident on lap such and right. such, this is what happened. Okay, that's the end of it right there. Let yeah. him, you know, you've notified him about the incident, then let him uh, take a look at it take his time to look at it mm-hmm. um, but to sit there and be like well we see it this way and blah 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 and then of course you have right. that mercedes coming in and saying well no 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 blah 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 mm-hmm. uh, i don't think that does anybody any good and that just makes his job uh, no i enjoy harder. it though that's gonna be my <laughs> i know, I know you enjoy my, it. <laughs> yeah i just I, I i love uh you know hearing toto on the radio i don't know i just i enjoy Almost like arnold voice. schwarzenegger yeah, yeah. <laughs> no this yeah. is not Michael, right Michael. we cannot have the safety car come out now this is you not know? right this that's is the, not right that's the best you know so yeah. i you know um i like having it i understand why somebody might be annoyed by it i don't necessarily mm-hmm. like all the bitching all the time about yeah, stuff yeah. um but i think that the positive for me at least outweighs the negative yeah do you think um do you think massey's still race director come 2022 yeah yeah because he um i mean who are you gonna replace him with you know at this point at this point since charlie whiting is no longer there michael massey is the most experienced fia race director that they have so you might as well at this point continue on with michael massey and hope that michael massey becomes more consistent Mm-hmm. and and you know and and learns from the job experience that he got this year yeah i think that's excuse me i think that's better than just plugging somebody else in there who is you know even less experienced than michael massey is yeah so i mean that's 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 i think where i would be on it i'd like to see um ross Braun in that position I wonder God, I thought you were about to say Nico Rosberg, and I was going to agree. <laughs> no, with you. no, no, no. I'm like, no, yeah, no. Nico, absolutely. Nico? God, if you thought this year was a shit show, um, yeah. Like, hey, but I know, I know, fifteen second time penalty <laughs> every week. <laughs> I know Braun's got other things to do, and he probably doesn't um, envy that position right now. So, uh, but yeah, I, I think he needs an assistant, not so much to help make uh, help him make the decisions, but at least somebody. I think he should. His assistant should be the point of contact. Mm-hmm. And then let him focus on making the calls and not, not a bad dealing idea. With, Just a, dealing a, with the team a principles. layer between them, right? And right, right. Massey, yeah. You know? I'm saying um, I'm I'm saying uh, I I would have Derek Warwick do it because as we talked about on this podcast, I'm a Derek Warwick fan. Yeah, and yeah. You like, mentioned him before. Be like, okay, well, if you want that, go down there and tell Derek Warwick that to his face, because Derek right. Warwick, it's a Christian Horner going over there, stand, you know, being like. Uh, like chest high on Derek Warwick, you know, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. uh, I don't know. It, they'll, they'll, uh, I'm sure they'll do something. I mean, they can't do nothing. I think that's what we've basically what we've yeah. decided is almost anything that they do, excuse me, God, keep yawning. Uh, almost oh, anything yeah. that they do be better than doing nothing. 
So. Yeah. All right. Well, um, I guess that's enough bashing on the um, stewards. Yeah, and the, uh, yeah. We've the talked director. smack about um, the FIA for the last yeah. couple of weeks. So, um, as for the rest of the race, yeah, we ended up. Uh, sorry, I'm about to sneeze. Hold on. Bless you in advance. Oh, I made you not sneeze now, right? No, I muted myself. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, no. Uh, we ended up. Uh, yeah. Carlos Sainz got onto the podium, and the result of that, he finished ahead of Charles Leclerc in uh, in the yeah. championship this season. Yeah, I know. Um, so, I mean, that's uh, it, and everybody was talking about how Carlos was probably going to be um, one of the worst drivers um, transferring because the Ferrari was. Yeah, he supposed to be such a bad car. Well, yeah. clear of him, but yeah, uh, signs signs was excellent this season. It was a he was really yeah, he good was really good. And I think he would have done better had he not been, um, or had Leclerc not been prioritized in in certain races. Yeah, um, like like in Mexico, yeah, he had more pace than Leclerc. Um, mm-hmm. They Leclerc let him by, but then they had him switch back again, right um, towards the end of the race. So. Uh, I can't imagine how much better signs would have done if he would have been given first driver priorities in races that he was clearly faster than flat faster in, I should right. say. Yeah. Um, he was, he, uh, he had a really, really uh, an excellent season for Carlos signs. I didn't, not that I yeah. didn't rate him, but he's not really a guy that I thought of, but he's, he, he's a lot better than a lot better than I was giving him credit for. Yeah, I think um, of all the drivers that transferred, he is far and away the best one. Um, yeah, for sure. To to adapt this year, I think definitely. Um, Yuki Sonoda finishing fourth. Uh, yeah, best weekend of the year for Sonoda, I think by far. I think so. Um, and like I said, on merit, mm-hmm. um, really good start. Got in front of Valtteri. Uh, not that that was super difficult or anything like that, but no, not especially. Uh, kept him behind. He went long. I think he didn't. He didn't pit when Verstappen and Hamilton pitted. I think he went a little bit while longer. Mm-hmm. Um, like he was then, on the medium, so yeah. And then uh, he held off the McLarens, I think. Uh, and 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 Alonso. I think he was fighting with Alonso for a little while there as mm-hmm. well. So yeah, really good race. That kind of came out of nowhere. I mean, I know he, he was doing well in free practice. He, he was up there um, in the free practice times and, mm. and uh, really good quality on, on mediums in Q2, which was mm. amazing. Uh, got through Q2 on mediums when even Gasly couldn't get through Q2 on mediums. Right. Um, and then, and then drove a heck of a race. Um, kudos for Gasly um, for making the comeback. He, he obviously, yeah, he was down there all race. Ended up right yeah. beyond Yuki. I mean, that's, 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 a, that's a good, yeah, uh, he, that's a good race for him. The VSC helped him out as well. Um, and then there what the hell a, happened? What happened to Leclerc? Leclerc uh, was up there with signs for the start of the I race. Don't, I don't know. He got caught out somewhere. I don't know if it was the safety car or if he had a tire issue or something that he yeah. ended up behind both of the Alpines. Um, I think he made an extra stop. There was, there was after qualifying, there was somebody uh, was talking about Sonoda. <laughs> he said, um, I don't understand why Sonoda is even trying to get through Q2 on mediums. And I understand even less how he was actually able to do it. Yes. Yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, he had, I, been, I he, had been, he had been showing pace and free practice. So maybe yeah. the team, the team saw something in him. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, yeah. So uh, yeah, I don't know exactly what happened to Leclerc. Cause he was, he was right in there with that group. 
Yeah, he stopped once on lap 35 and then once on lap 15. Yeah, two pit stops. So he must have been caught out during the um, the second VSC. Okay, apparently. And then, yeah. uh, so Sonoda and Gasly, then poor old Valtteri Botas, uh finishing six for Mercedes and just kind of a nothing day for Valtteri yeah. in his last and, race for Mercedes, which is disappointing. And really having to did, um, rely on uh, Perez DNFing and pitting during the VSC to even get that high. That's true. Uh, today. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. Maybe his, his mind's already gone to um, Alfa Romeo or, or something. I would maybe assume just, so. <laughs> would, yeah. Because um, um, he's not this bad. He is not this bad. No, We've he's, he's, a, he's a very good driver. He just, yeah. every once in a while, he has a day like this. Yeah. I think he has I, a I mean, bad start, gets stuck behind Sonoda for a while, and then. Yeah. I mean, his confidence is probably just shot. He's probably just accepted the fact that. You know, his time in a uh, competitive car is over. Um, Which I suppose, I mean, who knows what's going to happen next season, I guess. Yeah. Um, Alpha, Sauber, you know, they had a lot of wind tunnel time. They could be very good next year. Mm-hmm. Uh, I hope they are. But, you know, who knows? Um, Lando Norris, uh, good race for Norris given that he, I guess he was having transmission issues or something early in the race. Um, yeah. And then he had a, uh, a slow puncture, a slow leak puncture towards the end of the okay. race that, yeah, so, he had to pit again. Yeah. So finishing seventh for Norris, that's, I mean, that's, you know, started third, so it doesn't sound great, but that's, you know, better than he probably should have done given all the stuff that he, you know, had happened in that race. Yeah. I mean, I, I think he would have, I think he, if he hadn't had to pit that last time, yeah, I think he would have finished on the podium and yeah. signs the spot. So mm-hmm. um, the two Alpines, Fernando Alonso and Esteban Ocon, eighth and ninth. Yeah. Um, not a, not a bad season for either of those guys. I think Alonso at times looked like vintage Alonso. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Ocon, of course, won a race and almost got on the podium again after yeah. that. Um, for I, their that, car, I think they drove pretty well. Both of them. Yeah, I I think uh, they seem to feel that their car for next season is going to be good. Mm-hmm. Um, hey, they I would finished like ahead see... of AlphaTauri this year. So, what was that? They finished ahead of AlphaTauri this go. year. Yeah. Uh, I would like to see them supplying another team with the engine, just because I don't know. I don't know how long they would. You know, I I I don't know. I guess if that's a profitable thing, supplying another team or not. You know where it just—it seems to me that would be helpful to them to have yeah. a second team to be supplying. I mean, uh, maybe, maybe Haas or Williams, or maybe Alfa Romeo, since uh, Alfa Romeo doesn't have a, or Ferrari doesn't have a pri- a seat priority there anymore. You they know? would, uh, if they did that, I assume that they would lose the sponsorship. Yeah. So I, I think if if Alfa left Sauber, then yeah, I could see uh, yeah. Sauber being rented. They're just powered. going. Yeah, going back to Salber Reynolds or something. Yeah, like it'd be one of those things like if, uh, you know, if um, if Audi bought you know bought the the McLaren team and ran it as Audi, it would be an Audi Mercedes, which doesn't yeah you know, doesn't really work. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Leclerc and then Vettel, who uh, Vettel won. Uh, he did end up having the most overtakes on the season. Yeah. So does uh, <laughs> it really mean anything though? I mean, um, he's really just over, I mean, overtaking I, I, the, um, I guess it means that they did a terrible job in qualifying. Yeah. <laughs> That's what better it means. Job in race. Yeah. Um, but I mean, think about with Vettel going to the season, the thing was, we didn't know about Vettel, the, 
wheel to wheel uh, racer anymore, and he had more overtakes than anybody this year. So that's true. That's I mean, that's it, that I think is good for uh, for Seb Vettel um, and uh, Ricardo Stroll and Mick Schumacher. Our last three finishers all one lap down. Yeah, Ricardo uh, had a. Oh, Mick, go ahead. Go ahead. Oh no, I was saying Mick did some donuts after the race, which is nice. <laughs> yeah. Got through his first season. Uh, only Haas that started today because uh, Mazepin got COVID. <laughs> I saw a meme that. Um, I mean, we've talked about this, talked about this before, but Mazepin finished twenty first. He did. A, he, a, he did. He in a series that only had 20, <laughs> 20 <Yeah>. cars. <laughs> yep, he finished. Uh, <laughs> yeah, that was, that was uh, yeah. behind. Uh, what's his name? Um, um, Kubica. Kubica, thank you. Yeah. Um, I felt a little bad about that, and yeah. he, you know, and I was He's mad been, about that he, because I I sent you the picture of Mazepin's helmet, which looked really race, sick, which was yeah. gorgeous. It was yeah, yeah. gold and red. It was beautiful, and he didn't even get to use it in the race. I was like, eh, I know. what a bummer. He's, he's been he's been um uh showing some form though, and at the he's end been of the season, better. Which yeah, is damning with he, faint praise. I he hasn't been coming behind Schumacher in every single race. Uh, you know, no, he, some races actually doing better than Schumacher. It'll be interesting to see next season when the Haas is a more competitive car and they're not just P19 and P20 every week. Yeah. Um, to see if he can if he can do anything or if Mick is well clear of him next year and there's other cars in between them, then, you know, then that would be something yeah. of an issue. Um I still can't find anything about what they retired Checo's car for. I don't know anything about that. Yeah. Uh, Nicholas Latifi. I, I saw, I saw a, um, a tweet from somebody they had, they had retweeted and it was from like this morning, like three hours before the race where somebody had tweeted that uh, Nicholas Latifi would decide the championship. <laughs> really? And I'm like, you know, they they ended up being correct. Nicholas Latifi did, in fact, yeah, uh, decide yeah. the championship, not in the way like you like. <laughs> um, yeah, and it sucks because that's a Mercedes-powered car too. Yeah, uh, and that's gonna be a little bit hurtful for them. Yeah. Um, and he's a teammate to the future Mercedes driver George Russell. You know, but, it, it, I'm telling you what it was is Latifi did it on purpose because he wanted that Mercedes drive. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, they, they hired the wrong Williams driver. That was the problem. Um, no, you know, I I I enjoyed uh I enjoyed Nicholas Latifi this season. I think probably in our first couple episodes, I was like, Yeah, he's just he's a guy or whatever, but he actually I thought did a good job in that yeah, part I, of the season against he's improved this season. Yeah, and, I think I mean people are like, well, he's out qualified by George Russell every week. And I'm like, well, okay, but a lot of you guys are saying that George Russell is going to be the next Lewis Hamilton. So what do you expect? Yeah. You know, know. Um, he also apparently uh, <laughs> after out qualifying George uh, yesterday, he uh, Latifi got on the radio to George and said, if you can't even out qualify me, what are you going to do against Lewis next season? <laughs> Which I thought was funny. Yeah. I mean, obviously that was uh, yeah, joking a little, little, uh, yeah. little, little tongue in cheek. Um, yeah. Giovinazzi had a, a gearbox problem. George Russell out in the beginning of the race. And of course, we'd be remiss if we didn't mention Kimi Raikkonen in his Ooh, last ever F1 race. I think fittingly went out without much celebration. Or I think he was or, fine with it. Yeah. <laughs> I think he was fine with the car failing. I think he was. Yeah. 
if anybody out of there. if anybody would care less about DNFing in their last race, it would oh, be yeah. Kimi Raikkonen. I think um, he he got no out of the car. Circumstance. They, they they showed him when he got out of the car after he DNF'd. I think waiting for somebody to come over and like for him to start hugging people or whatnot. And he yeah. just got a, he got out like it was any other race with a DNF and yeah. just went and did went and did Kimmy stuff, which I thought was great. <laughs> like it was FP one or something like that. Yeah, just did did, did not care. Um, yeah, I did like the the message they had on the side of the car. I want to say we'll leave you alone now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I saw that too. Um, um yeah, uh it sucks. I'm gonna miss Kimmy. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna yeah. miss the fact that uh I know whenever they do any of those like F1 montages where they ask the drivers questions about stuff, Kimmy's <laughs> just gonna be like, Nope, and then they'll just move on to the next driver. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean he he stated he still loves racing in F1, he just hates everything else that comes along with it. Mm. Um, you know, I mean he's got two two young kids that are starting to grow up now. I'm sure he wants to be home um, with them and his wife. Uh, I, you know, I hear, I, I've read stories that as soon as the work is done, he rushes home right away to, to be with the kids. Oh, he's just instantly out. Yeah. yeah. And, and he loves that the um, Alfa Romeo uh, offices are like down the road from his house. So right, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm, I'm happy for him. I'm sure he didn't make this decision lightly um, mm-hmm. and good luck to him on whatever he goes on to do next. Yeah. He'll be fine. Uh, yeah. Great. You know, great career for Kimmy uh, world champion. His, yeah. One world champion, 27 race wins or something like that. I mean, one of the really, really, uh, maybe not like a all time great necessarily, but it, like the next rung down from that, I guess. Uh, yeah. Hell gave Schumacher a run for his money in 2003. And as, I think it was as, as fast as anybody, Kimi Raikkonen. Yeah. You know, just, and just hopped into the car and off he goes, mm-hmm. you know, no muss, no fuss, leave me alone. I know what I'm doing. Um, was it a uh, uh, Roman Grosjean spoke very highly of Kimi. Um, yeah. 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 You know, just said he, he was always, you know, in, in the season when he was paired with him, said he was polite, he was helpful. He said not a lot of extra words, but he was never rude. He was never, you know, nothing like that. Just, yeah, yeah. you know, he just he just wanted to do what he wanted to do. I I, yeah. I appreciate that about Kimmy. And and Vettel loves Kimmy, so that's gotta you know count for something. Yes, yeah. <laughs> you know. Um. So yeah, yeah. So we'll uh, we'll we'll miss Kimmy. I was gonna say with a lot of guys that retire, and it's like, well, we'll see him around. And I was like, I don't know if we will. We might, we might never see Kimmy no, Raikkonen ever again. I don't think so. Maybe you know, at like a, a Monaco race or something like that, once in a mm-hmm. while, one of the the big ones. Um, but I could see him doing even, maybe even race then. champions or something like that. Yeah, I could see that. You know, you know not maybe not maybe a lot of media or something. Yeah, not a lot of media stuff. You you just kind of show yeah. up and and race. Uh, that we mm-hmm. really pays attention to it so yeah i could see him doing that watch we'll find out like three years from now it's like what's kimmy been doing he's been like dirt track racing in the southern united states and just under an assumed name nobody knows you know um i don't know anything else from uh from today that was worthy of your attention or no uh i think um i'm really happy for verstappen i think he 
deserved it. I think he really earned this one, um, considering there were some races where the Red Bull was clearly the slower car um, of the two, and he still managed to pull out a win. Um, speaks a lot to his driving ability, considering that Lewis Hamilton is in the Mercedes, and he's probably, right now, probably the best driver in Formula One ever, um, yeah. if you're just going by accolades. Um, so the fact that he won against Hamilton in a Mercedes um, while Hamilton is still in his prime um, speaks a lot to uh, the work that Verstappen and the whole Red Bull team uh, did this year. So, yeah, I'm, I'm happy for him. And I know I say that I, I, I'm not a big fan of his because I'm not a big fan of his fans, uh, but I still think he's one of the best drivers ever to grace the F1 grid. Yeah, it, it's not, you know, being on Twitter, it's mm-hmm. it's not something that's like just Hamilton fans. All hardcore fans of every driver are all insufferable. Yeah. Um, I don't know why it has to be that way, but it's just like yeah, like I'm I'm you know, I I was probably more early this season I was a Max fan. And towards the end of the season, it's more like, well. Not really. It's more like I'm just I I would prefer that Max wins. Yeah, yeah. You know, than actually like going and being a full on Max Verstappen fan. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that's actually what I enjoy about being an F1 fan is, you know, having a more far away look at it. You know, to where it, if Lewis would have won today, if it would have been 180 degrees flipped, and Lewis won the way that Max won, and it was exciting and all that stuff, I still would have enjoyed it. You yeah, know, it's not the result I would have wanted. You know, I, no, I, I wanted Max to win because I wanted the change. Yeah, um, but if 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 Hamilton had won today, I would have felt like Max. Um, I would have felt Max got robbed a little bit. Yeah, whereas um, whereas Max winning, I don't feel like Hamilton got robbed of this. Yeah, I mean, maybe you, you he feel did. like Hamilton got robbed of a race. Right, right. Where Max yeah. would have got robbed of an entire World Drivers Championship. Exactly. Exactly. It's just, He's been Max was the faster driver all season. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, he's just he's way faster than everybody else bar Lewis Hamilton. Yeah. I think this is probably the best version of Lewis Hamilton that we've gotten because you know, nobody ever made him work as hard yeah. as yeah, Max he's never did. been yeah he's never been challenged even you know, even with Vettel at Ferrari that wasn't much of a well, I was gonna it say, was only for with, like half a season even with Rosberg you know the season that Rosberg yeah, yeah. beat him Hamilton had so many DNFs uh mm-hmm. you know just the, there were times where just the car would just break Lewis should have won that season going away yeah you know but and Rosberg didn't. just barely won right and so this yeah. one was really the first time that another driver uh and another team really made lewis and his team work yeah so you know i'm i'm glad it was that way the the fia i thought did a good job this season on the technical regulations Mm -hmm. it evened everything up at the front and then after those two teams i think everybody you know it was a lot more even throughout uh the rest of the pack at you know there were races where you know, Ferrari finished third in the constructors, but there was a long time where McLaren was faster. There were times where the Alpha Tauri looked like the third best car, and there were times where the Alpine, mm-hmm. uh, you know, not often, but times where the Alpine was the third best car. So, yeah, 
you know, aside from Aston Martin, who was kind of on the outside looking in, um, even Williams, you know, and Alfa Romeo had their moments where they were not competitive with the top two teams, but certainly competitive with everybody else. Yeah. So it was really just Haas that, you know, they didn't, you know, they, they didn't make any bones about it. They didn't develop the car at all this year. They, they cut out the part of the floor to make it conform to the new rules. And that was basically it. Um, I think, uh, was it the, the, the chassis were actually aside from the, the new one that may father paid for the team to build the chassis were carryovers from last season. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, you know, I don't think. Even, yeah, they weren't even new cars; they were carryover chassis. So, yeah, I mean, Haas um, had written off the season before it even started. Oh God, yeah. So, yeah. I, if if Haas would have had their way, they probably wouldn't have even competed in the last like four races of the season because they just ended up spending a bunch of money on parts that they didn't feel like doing. Yeah, so, yeah. Um, but yeah, so I don't know. That's that's pretty much my. I'm. That's pretty much everything I wanted to cover with this. I don't know if you got anything. Yeah, else. yeah. Uh, no. Um, uh, I think. Do you want to do a? Oh, go ahead, go ahead. No, I was gonna say we'll probably be. I think probably what we'll do maybe in uh, maybe next week or the week after we could do more of a season recap. Yeah, the, and in-depth hit, uh, review. Hit some highlights. Uh, you know what we could do? We can each uh, we'll do a top five moments from the season, something like that. We could that. do that. Yeah. Um. So we'll do that either next week or the week after. Uh, keep ourselves relevant. We'll yeah. um. We'll check in, I think, from time to time in the off-season. As that stuff goes, we have uh, 96 days until Bahrain testing. So I think that's the shortest period we've had between the last race and uh, the first race of the next season, yeah. You know, um, Anything else new going on? Working on anything or just War Thunder? No. I mean, now that the season's over, I'll probably have to get back into the, the video game videos just to get some mm-hmm. content up, but... Uh, yeah, War Thunder. I don't know. I'm kind of getting a little bit disenfranchised with it just because mm-hmm. of the, all the toxicity in the in the chat, but that comes with any game. Um, but yeah, uh, I think the F1 esports series is about to end. I think this next week is the last week. Mm-hmm. So um, all the professional drivers will be like uh, releasing their car setups and, and stuff oh, like nice. that. So yeah, I think I might, um, once that happens, I might jump on, try out the setups and then, you know, maybe do some videos on my own um, with the game. So, nice. but yeah, other than that, that's all go. I got going we'll on. Have to, we'll have to figure out at some point uh, the, the the commentary thing that we were doing on that other yeah yeah series. I don't know that we ever figured out a good way to do that. Of course, we're if, also if you want to hmm? if you want to jump in on War Thunder too, man, we can do some videos. I know I've been meaning to. I have it downloaded. I just I've I've still just been looking at joysticks and throttles and stuff to to possibly yeah. buy because yeah. just use mouse and keyboard for now, man. No, not for not 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 for flight. That's terrible. Uh, you know, works, and then I, you know, I also want to play Elite Dangerous, which is great with a with a hands-on throttle and stick. You know, okay. Um, okay. I don't know. I I haven't bought anything yet. I might just buy like a forty-dollar joystick or something like that just to yeah. dick around because I know me. I'll spend like two hundred and fifty dollars on the joystick, and then I'll spend like forty-five minutes playing the game, and that'll be it. So right. that's what I'm saying. To, just get get started yeah. on the mouse and keyboard first. Yeah, you know, I was trying. I was trying that with Elite earlier today, and it's just like, like mouse and keyboard and space sim is just terrible. Um, <laughs> I do, I do have twenty five hundred words written of a new episode of the Race Car Podcast. So, uh, what's the topic? Uh, the what Porsche nine seventeen. Okay. So that is uh, 
1969 through 1970, 70, 71. Yeah, 7071. Um, and then for 72, it was banned. I think I have that right. I was yeah. about to say I know nothing about that car, so it's uh it's neat. It's sort of the uh the 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 grandfather of all the modern Porsche endurance racers. It was the first time that Porsche okay. really specifically built a car. It, it was they had never won Le Mans overall, um, and there was a new rule set, and Porsche basically decided, hey, we're just going to build a car for that rule set, and we're going to win Le Mans, and they did. Uh, they won it in 70 and 71. Oddly enough, they never won it with the Le Mans spec version of the car because there was the 917K, the short tail high downforce car, and the 917L, the long tail low downforce car. Um, and the L's never won Le Mans. It was the K that won Le Mans both times that they won with it, which I thought was interesting. So I have 2,500 words or so written on that because it was... It was at the 917, and then they won Le Mans with the 936, the 956, and the 962, and the 911 GT1, and the RS Spider, and also with the 919. So started a long family uh, lineage of winning Le Mans. So oh, we're going to have plenty of time before the next season starts for you to work on every single yeah, one of those that, cars. Yeah, that was kind of the, the thing. So I'm like, well, we're almost done with Formula One, so let me, let me start getting back into this. Um, yeah. And the nice thing is the next episode after that will be the Audi R8R and R8C Le Mans cars because every fifth episode I do an Audi. So that keeps me interested. Of course. So I'll figure out what I'm going to do for the, I think for the, uh, for, for the 11th episode though, or maybe I'll just, I, I'm going to do another Formula One car of some sort because I've only done the Brabham BT52 and the Jordan 191. So I might... If I can find enough on the brawn, I might do that at some point. That'd be a good episode. I just it's it's difficult because it's on only newer yeah, stuff, they still don't tell you a ton about motors and all that stuff. Yeah. But I don't know. I'll find something to do, or maybe I'll go, maybe I'll go way back and I'll do the uh Gurney Eagle or something like that. So I don't yeah. know, I'll figure right. it out. Yeah. But uh, um, before we sign out, I yes. do want to send a congratulations out to Oscar Piastri. Uh, oh, yeah. He wrapped up the uh, F2 championship, Trevor's mm-hmm. championship. Um, a shame he's not going to have a seat next year, but he will be an Alpine. I don't know if he's a test driver or a reserve driver. He's, I think he's a uh, test driver. Both, I think he's. Okay. Uh, I yeah. assume both. Um, he'll probably. I don't know how many more years Alonzo wants to do, but. Yeah, I was about to say, uh, probably deserves a seat more than Guan Yu Zhou, but. Zhou uh, bringing the know. money. Yeah, and uh, Alpine yeah. only have two seats, and I, I don't see either one of those two drivers going within the next two years or so. No, um, I like Alonso. I hope he hangs around. I like Ocon a lot. So, yeah, I don't know. It's just, you know, hopefully somebody starts a new team and can give them yeah. a seat. I don't think Ocon showed us um, what he can do quite yet. So, uh, hopefully, the Alpine will be a better car next year, showcase some more of his talent. So, I don't think Total Wolf would have been. Um, would have taken on managing him if he wasn't, um, if he didn't have some sort of talent um, backing him. No, Ocon's a talented dude. Um, yeah. I think he'll be all right. But uh, anyway, guys, I think that's pretty much it for today. That means it's it for the season. So yeah. we'll thank everybody that has listened to us throughout the course of the season. Um, 
we know the show has been <laughs> kind of a, a, a evolving thing and also very uh, ADD because, you know, Lord knows we don't write down any notes or anything like that. We just wing it the whole time. So uh, thanks for sticking with us and thanks for listening, guys. And uh, I don't know, we'll, uh, we'll check in in a couple weeks. Yeah, I'll see you guys as soon as we figure out when we're going to do this this next show. So, But yeah, thank you for staying and tuning in for the uh, few episodes that we did do this year. All right, guys. Have a good one. We'll talk to you later. All right. Latest.